You guys already know why we decided to share these pages from our not so secret diary. But there have been so many other great initiatives recently, and we knew we had to dedicate an episode to shed a light on these amazing projects by people of our age. So in this chapter, we too will be listeners like you guys, and we'll find out what goes into organizing such an such an initiative and how you can do the same. Hey guys, I'm Varuni, and I'm Samrithi. Welcome to the eleventh chapter. This chapter is called Hoodies, Studies, Puffies, and Galaxies. In this chapter, we're going to be interviewing representatives from amazing and inspiring projects by students our age. The first of these projects is Galaxy. Galaxy is a youth organization whose mission is to inspire more girls to learn physics by promoting its beauty and relevance. With a network of thirty ambassadors in eight different countries and an online community of hundred plus members on Discord, Galaxy is reaching out to adolescents all around the world. Let's invite our first speaker, the founder of Galaxy, Taranya Simakumar. Hey, Taranya. Hi. Um. So we know that most people do initiatives in IB for CAS, but that certainly wasn't the case for you. So what made you think that there was a need for such an organization, and how did you go about creating it? So Galaxy's mission and vision is to inspire more girls to learn physics by promoting its beauty and relevance. And I think the need for such an organization is quite obvious because I'm sure that、um, a lot of the members of our audience would agree with me when I say that the representation of female role models in STEM fields isn't as high as it should be. And for that very reason, we don't really see so much female participation in STEM fields. Perhaps in Singapore or like. In our neighborhood, it may not be as obvious, but in more、um, developing nations, the difference is quite quite stark. And although it may not be as obvious in our immediate circles, I'm sure that we can find like、um, circumstances where it is a bit more implicit. And、um, as a girl, and as a person who has many other friends who have gone through like such implicit struggles. I felt like this organization was important because a lot of young girls they don't really have any role models to look up to, and they don't really have so much of encouragement from their from their family as well because of cultural biases. So, like a new approach to physics via creativity was something that helped me, and I wanted to help other people as well. And as for like going about creating such an organization. It's definitely definitely something that isn't straightforward, especially if you're creating something from scratch. My main struggle was actually coming up and solidifying like an approach to this problem, right? Because it's such a huge problem, and we one needs a unique approach to even attempt to solve it. And not only a unique approach, but an understanding of the roots of the problem. So I spent like two weeks during the summer holidays just reading up research papers about. Why exactly girls aren't encouraged so much in the fields of physics? After I read some research papers, I looked at other organizations that were funded by corporates and saw what they were doing in the field. And then I spent another week just understanding what exactly we could do. At the end of the day, like we are students, and there are certain approaches that we can and can't take. And just talking to so many other people in the field really helped me understand how to go about creating something like this as well. The next initiative is Unwind, which is an exciting new online store offering fashionable yet comfy hoodies. 
Unwind uses the softest, most comfortable fabrics to ensure that when it's, when it's time to unwind, you're as relaxed as possible at extremely reasonable prices. So let's welcome our next speaker, the founder of Unwind, Janani Veravan. Hey, Janani. Hi. So a lot of people our age couldn't even imagine in their wildest dreams starting a clothing brand in a matter of months. How did you go about organizing such a large-scale project? Um, so I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur ever since I was like 10. And I knew like I wanted to be in the fashion industry because I knew I couldn't see myself like doing a nine to five job. And I thought what like what was the worst that could happen? It would fail. But like um, I thought that's not an ex excuse for me to like not try at all. And I know that age shouldn't limit me from starting. And that's why I thought, why not just try now? And if I fail, at least I'll learn from this and it would be like an experience. But yeah, but what really encouraged me was even my brother started something and he started a dating app in New York. So, and now he's getting millions in funding. That's why I thought, why not even I start and we can be entrepreneurial siblings. <laughs> Whoa, that's so cool. That's, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> The next initiative is Help IGCSE. Help IGCSE is a platform which aims to help students around the world perform better in their IGCSE exams. It's been about four months since they launched their website, which has grown rapidly to almost 2,500 members. They, have, they even organized a series of webinars regarding different IGCSE subjects, and they hope to help students worldwide with this initiative. So let's welcome the founders of Help IGCSE, Preetis Janeja and Aditya Kalra. Hey guys, so we know that you guys are constantly adding new content to your website, but how do you manage to balance both IB while helping your juniors at the same time? Now, how it, when it comes to managing IB and managing our website, it's quite difficult. However, instead of use, uh, dabbling into several cast activities, we decided to focus on help IGCSE. Me and Preetish took the uh, IGCSE ourselves and created this website with the intention of providing a platform which we would have found useful when we were preparing for the board examinations. Therefore, due to our strong belief in the platform, we decided to dedicate all our efforts in IB into this. By narrowing our range of activities and focusing on this specific one, we're able to manage IB and help IGCSE. I think it's very important for one to uh, uh, do some scheduling of sorts. Now, this doesn't mean you have to plan every activity or every study session you have to the second. So, for example, what I tend to do most is leave the CAS activities or help IGCSE uh, update, uh, update on the notes for the weekends. And I try to study uh, on the weekdays to ensure that neither uh, my IB studies nor help IGCSE uh, lacks the effort that it requires. One more thing that we implemented was uh, helping, uh, helping to bring other volunteers into this initiative. We realized very soon that we wouldn't have time to update all areas of our website. So we decided to bring in blog writers. So currently we've been having quite a lot of requests for doubt clearing sessions and mark your paper services. Now we think that it would uh, be great to bring in more volunteers to uh, take on such services. Uh, yeah, I think that's about how we ha manage IB and help IGCSE while keeping both dynamic and, and ensuring we don't lag behind in our studies. Last, but certainly not the least, is Project Ankora, a fundraising project initiated by four NPSI IBO2 students. 
Sarthak Gupta, Srinjana Sriram, Rapambika Tripathi, and Gauri Kanodia for the registered charity Causes for Animals Singapore. They have been selected for the Youth for Causes competition and have already received $1,600 seed funding for organizing their events and campaign. They have already raised over $13,000 for charity with the help of volunteers. So let's welcome our last speakers, Rupambika Tripathi and Sartha Gupta. So when the circuit breaker started, many people took it as a setback, but you and your team decided to take full advantage of starting such an initiative. How did you continue this project in spite of these potential setbacks? And how can our listeners who maybe want to start such initiatives as well do the same? So when we started Project Encora, we were quite aware of the demands of this COVID-19 situation and the fact that community service in a time like this would be very different from normal. We were quite thankful to the organization in charge of this competition, City YMCA, who have given us clear guidelines and instructions from the very start for how to safely adapt our campaign to the pandemic, but have also given us enough freedom to plan our initiatives the way we wanted to. I feel the important thing is to be able to brainstorm the various aspects of your initiative while keeping a flexible mindset and approach. Times like these, as we all know, are quite unpredictable. So anyone wanting to start such an initiative should make sure to consider this unpredictability and the risks involved as well in the planning stage itself and definitely not lose hope when something doesn't go the way it was planned. I personally believe that perseverance and dedication are imperative when you're starting any sort of initiative on your own. If you're not interested in what you're doing, you're obviously not going to enjoy it as much and this will definitely be reflected in your organization's practices. So rather than starting an initiative in order to fulfill a curriculum requirement or just for the sake of doing so, ask yourself why you're doing it and ensure that you're committed to harnessing your idea's full potential. Additionally, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people you're comfortable working with and have an organizing committee that's supportive and as passionate as you are. So once you have an idea and a team, divide your responsibilities and tasks and create stick deadlines to manage your workflow. That's great. Thanks a lot. So do you have any last words for other passionate students such as yourselves? Starting, I would say that the initial stages are definitely difficult because, you see, creating something from like without any foundation or base is definitely difficult but like once you talk to other people you get like-minded people on the team like I had Swati who helped me so much you just it just accelerates if that makes sense so although like the initial stages are hard don't be sad just get through it and you will eventually like reap the benefits of your efforts of course I would strongly encourage anyone tuning in if you had ideas in the back of your head to just start like to go for it i know you might be scared in the beginning but you should just go for it like it's not even that hard and everyone likes you never know you might be extremely successful it's like it's worth a shot and a lot of people think it takes a lot of money but it really doesn't you just need like passion and drive and if you plan to start a business, just start now. Like there's no age limit or like many people say I have no money or like I don't know how to start or even I don't have time. But these are all just excuses. We have technology and we have Google for everything. And you can Google literally anything. It's not that hard to start a business. So if you do have an idea, just go for it. Yeah, so we would just really want to thank uh, anyone who is listening to this. For if you use our website, thank you so much. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. And we hope we're being helpful to you. 
So basically, um, for those who don't use our website right now, just wanted to tell you, give a rough idea of what we do. So we have uh, handwritten notes, very detailed ones, according to the syllabus guide for almost 14 subjects. We have uh, model answers as well. And I think those are just, those you can still find online. I think the most special things about our website are the, are the mark your paper and outlining session. Yeah, so I just want to tell everyone who's listening that um, I truly believe in help IGCSE and I hope you all will start using it as well. And as I'm confident, it will help you guys increase your marks. So if you are interested to volunteer at help IGCSE, we encourage you to uh, message us uh, on uh, our website or even reach us out to Instagram. Starting the initiative may seem quite simple. However, the process is undoubtedly challenging. So ensure that you're not committing to too many activities or you'll definitely experience burnout and be compelled to quit. I personally experienced this myself. Pick and choose ideas you like and be creative. The world has so many tools out there, especially with so many things going online due to this pandemic. It could be a creative hobby, academic subject, or any random common interest you have. So there's something out there for everyone, and I definitely encourage leading an initiative about something you truly resonate with. With that, I'd like to wish all the listeners the best of luck with their own passion projects. Okay, thanks a lot for joining us, guys. Really great insights. Thank you. Uh, so that was it for this chapter of our Not So Secret Diary. Look out for new episodes on the 5th and 15th of every month. Also, go ahead, go ahead and like the podcast on our site if you want to hear more. We're also open to any more topics we can discuss. Or if you really want to hear about a particular topic, go ahead and DM us on our Instagram account, which is at underscore our not the secret diary underscore. Until next time. Bye.